Okay. Good morning, Rish. It's good. Rish, Sadi, Tet. Okay, we're finishing Avdala today. Shir sponsored of Four Shlema to Ben Sian Rubin, Ben Shendel, and Marit Bat, Rachel Esther. Zayn. Hamavdil al Hamavdil al Hayayin. A person says Avdala on wine, al Shulchano, by his table. Lavdavka, you're at your table itself. It means you're uh, in the same same room, same area where you're going to be eating your uh, a meal. It's like a malava malka. So I feel hevdil kodem shenata yadav. Even if you did have dala before you washed your hands, which is what we all do, we say Avdala, and then afterwards we wash our hands right before we do hamotzi. We don't. It's not normal for us to. Then say Havdalah and then say Berkas Hamotzi. So, okay, so the case is where you do Havdalah and you want to have your Malafa Malka right afterwards. So then, So the Lacha is, that's just, that's just the wine. It's like wine before the meal. It's Poter, the wine that's during the meal. So if you said, when you say Beripriya Gefen on Havdalah, you don't have to say Rebbe Regefen again when you drink wine during your Malava Malka. V'yeshomim, delo patar. There's an opinion that says it's not potar. Unless you washed your hands before you did Avdala. Okay, so we don't do that. Haga, v'im hivdil, techila, tzarich lavarich acharav, birkat mein shalosh. So this is, most explained, this is referring primarily in the Yesh Omrim. That if you hold that the Hagefen, from Havdalah doesn't work for during the meal, then you should say Me'in Shalosh. Okay, I'll recap. Let's read the next Seif and then we'll recap. Chet. When you are poter the yain during the meal, in other words, you say Havdalah, so that works on the wine that's during the meal. So, if you're, since the bracha of Hayayin from Baripri Hagefen works when you did Avdala for wine during the meal, you also don't have to say a, a separate Me'ein Shalosh in Allah Gefen, Vialpriya Gefen. You don't have to say that for the Koshal Avdala, because when you bench, that'll work on both. When you bench, it'll work also on the wine that you did for Havdala and for the wine that you drink during the meal. Now if you thought you were going to get more wine during the meal, just never came. al and you said a yayin on that first cup. So then, afterwards, no one brought you more. No, no one brought you more wine. So then you just you just bench without saying wine on the cup. Okay. Some say that you need to say a bracha achrona special for kosh shel havdala. Even though you say birkat hamazon, birkat hamazon doesn't work on the wine of havdala. That's that opinion. We do not follow that opinion. So just to recap the kitzur, the halacha lemaisa over here. Uh, I don't think there's a machloket. It's, based, uh, it's the same in the Mishnah Bura, kafachayim v'chule, that. If you're going to have your Malava Malka right after Havdalah, so it seems everybody agrees, don't say Me'ein Shalosh. If, if when you say Havdalah, you say Bari Gefen, don't say Me'ein Shalosh right afterwards. If you're about to start your meal, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, 
you're planning to eat your meal very soon. And you don't say, uh, and you don't say hagefen during the meal if you drink more wine. And the Birchah Samazan goes on the Yain Shahavdalah. But let's say you're going to wait 30 minutes or an hour and there's a hefsek. So then, then you would say me'in shalash because we don't, um, because then there's a real separation between Abdallah and shalash and, uh, Sudat Revi'it, so you're Malava Malka. So, okay. So if you have a real hefsek, then you would right away say me'in shalash, but if you're planning to eat soon, then you would not. Okay, Tet. If you want to eat right after Havdalah, So when you say Havdalah, don't let there be bread on the table. But if there is bread on the table, no big deal, just So the same thing that we do Friday night and Shabbos morning, we cover our challah with a um, uh, challah cover. Or any towel, you do the same thing for Malava Malka if your bread is there when you say Havdalah. Right? The Fishahu Muktam Bepasuk, because Eretz Chita, the bread comes before Gefen, and therefore it's a Bizayon to the bread if you say, um, if you say a Gefen before the bread. But if you cover it, so then it's, then it's like it's not there. Correct. If you're not planning to eat the bread, then we don't say this. This is only if you're planning to eat the bread. Very good. Okay. Yud. Asur la'asot shem malacha kodem shi'avdil. We're not allowed to do any malacha motzei Shabbos. As soon as you do, as soon as Shabbos is over, you're not allowed to do any malacha until you say havdalah. Now, you can't start um, playing with fire. You can't start sewing. You can't start doing anything, even whether it's Malacha Daraita or Daramanan, until you do Havdalah. Which Havdalah? All you have to do is, is to say Atachon Antanu and Tefillah, and then you can do Malacha when you finish. Or if you're not davening or you left it out, you just say Baruch HaMavdil Min And then you can go ahead and do whatever you need, except for eating, that you wait until you do the Havdalah a la Kos. So let's see that inside. Because here you already did say Abdallah in Davani. But if you want to do a Malacha before you Davan, let's say you want to turn on the lights in the room to Davan Marv. So what do you do? You don't say this with the shame of a machot. You don't say Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam. You just say those exact words. Baruch Hamavdil Min Kodesh Lachol. And then you're allowed to. Now, what's interesting is now it's only a malacha that's aser that to do before the, before you do anything. However, the post came right out. They say anything is doma to a malacha that's what's aser, but something like muksa or tiltel or to move a candle around, that's not a problem. Um, you don't have to do, there's no, because really, as soon as Shabbos is over, you're allowed to do any malacha. This concept that you have to say the words of Hamavdil is only in Darabanan, only, and they only said this for a malacha. Also for hachana. Let's say you want to prepare. Motzei Shabbos is Yom Tov. And you want to start preparing now. Uh, we're setting the table for Yom Tov. 
So then, you don't have to set the table for or preparing things for during the week, or you want to fold your talis. Right? There's a custom that Maril points out to fold your talis on Monday Shabbos. Just start off the mitzvah with a start off the week with a mitzvah. Anything you're doing for hachana for during the week, that's also not a problem. You don't have to say the words amadvil ben kodesh shachol because it's not a malacha. Um, also, the Magen Avram points out by tekiah shofar. So people, there's a custom, you say, we blow the shofar at the end of Ne'ilah, right? So the one who blows the shofar does not have to say, Baruch HaMadu, because it's not a malacha. It's a chokhmah, um, maybe it's a gzera of, 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 of um, what's it called, of kalim, uh, musical instruments, but whatever, it's a chokhmah, it's called the Gemara calls it, it's not a malacha. So all these, the Magen Avram says, even by Tekiyat Shofar, I don't know if he would apply, I don't think, I don't know if he would apply this to Tiltul and Achana. He says, even Bein Hashmashas, you're allowed to blow the Shofar, Motzei Yom Kippur. Okay. So Haga, V'chein Nashim, She'einan Mavdilim Matfil Yesh Lamdam, She'yomru Hamavdil, Min Kodesh Lachol Kodem, She'asu Melacha. And the same applies for women, there's no difference. Even if they're not going to daven Marev, if they're going to start doing malacha, they must say the words, Baruch HaMalda bin Kodesh Lachol. V'yeshomim nekolzeh b'malacha gemura k'mokote v'oreg. Again, we don't paskan like what the Ramah says over here. He says there is an opinion that says this only applies to what kind of malacha? A malacha where you're actually, you're doing a physical action, has some kind of exertion, and it's, um, you're writing, you're sewing. That's very minimal, but, aval hadlacha saner ba'alma, but just scratching a, um, uh, what's it called? Just lighting a fire, or just a match, that's nothing. Or or to carry from one place to another, it's such a simple, easy malacha. You don't have to say, And that's why there are some who light candles right away so they can daven marav, even before saying the words, But uh, all the poskim are against this. Even the Ramah himself says the halacha follows that anything that's a malacha, again, not hachana, not tiltol, not shofar, but anything that's a malacha, even lighting a fire, that you have to wait until you say baruch Shabbos. Some have the custom to um, to pull out water from the wells. Ki because. There's a tradition that the Be'er of Miriam is floating around somewhere. And if you never know, you might get lucky and be able to tap into her, her Be'er. You never know. Misha Pokeabo, and whoever gets her water from her well, and drinks from it, will be healed from all illnesses. The Ramah continues, I haven't seen anyone actually do this, I only heard about it. Misha Mosif Michal Kodesh, someone who adds Motiv Shabbos Imuta Lomar LaAcher Shiv Jilasa Malacha. Okay, so he says, go look it up again on Reish Samach Gimel. He says it's Mother, right? Okay, uh, let's see. Cover everything. Yeah, so he doesn't. He he puts a half a sentence. Basically says, if you want to know the halacha, look it up in Reish Samach Gimel, which we learned, where he says, you are, if, even if you are still keeping Shabbos on Motzei Shabbos, 
you can have somebody do something for you who already ended Shabbos. So he says, look it up there in detail. I have that before. Okay. So then, interesting, he also points out that for people who want to do Ochel Nefesh, um, they want to start cooking on Yom Tov. If Yom Tov falls out on Shabbos, a Motzei Shabbos, so there too also one has to say Baruch HaMadio bin Kodesh because that is a, that's a Malacha. Um, what? Bin Kodesh Kodesh. Sounds good. Right. Right. Okay. I think we're good. I think we covered it all. Shin. She is Sader Shulchano Motzei Shabbos. So you should set your table on Motzei Shabbos. Olam Yisader Adam Shulchano Motzei Shabbos. Why? Why should you set your table nicely with a tablecloth and food? In order to escort the Shabbos, the Shabbos Malkus. So just like we honor... Yeah? A woman never says Hamadol ben Kodesh Kodesh, but she hears Havdalah in Kiddush, then... Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. If you hear Kiddush and you have in mind to be Yodzei, for sure. You don't have to say Baruch HaMavdil if you said it in Tefillah or if you said Havdalah Alokos. Um, okay, but often people, they start doing malacha before they actually sit down and do havdalah on the coast, so that's important. Okay, so you should set your table, just like we honor and greet the Shabbos when it comes on Friday night, so too when Shabbos leaves. Even if you only are, are in, you're, no, you're not so hungry, you just want to eat a little bit of a kazayit. Okay, so then you should, uh, you should still, you should still uh, set the table and make it look nice. Um, many point out there's an Indian to eat uh, or to cook uh, meat. Uh, you should also have proper uh, proper food, a proper spread like you do on Shabbos. But um, also if one is going to worry about Achilagasa, eating too much, you should just eat a little bit, just a kazait, and some say even fruits enough. Uh, again, it's, it is not a, there's no real chiyuv mamash to eat on Motzei Shabbos. It's just a proper thing to do. So if it's not then if it's uh, if it's a chilagasa for you or complete not an oneg for you whatsoever then uh, you don't have to do it. It's uh, it's an option. Um, it sounds like the uh, the ikar is that you should set the table nicely and have a little bit to eat. That's what we seem to say. Yeah, that's that's the minimum. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, the, the honor of setting the table than having a meal. Okay. Um, many point out there's a custom that, that uh, or a tradition really that there's a bone called the, the Mishnah Bura calls it the niskoi and others call it the loose bone. There's a bone, perhaps it's in the neck, and it only der- and this is the only when a, when a, when happens, our bodies are going to be resurrected only from this bone. This is the bone that's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be used or saved in order for triasemetim. Now, this bone only gets nourishment from the whole week, only from Motzei Shabbos, from this Malava Malka. It doesn't get nourished from the rest of the week. So that's why it's, it's also, it's an Indian, special Indian. And um, just like the other three Shabbos meals are connected to Gimel Avos, so to this meal is connected to David HaMelech. Okay, let's go on. Shin Aleph. Okay, 51 Se'ifim. Let's enjoy. So, what are you allowed to go out with on Shabbos and not go out with on Shabbos? Okay, so 
we're assuming there's no uh, there's no error, right? So let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. One case at a time. Aleph. Ein laruts b'shabbos ele'inkein hu advar mitzvah. So the first thing he starts out with is saying there's an eser to run on Shabbos, unless it's for a dvar mitzvah. Kagon le'beit ha'kneset or kayotzebo. Or like you're going to a beit kneset or etc. Stam, you're walking to go visit your friend or to go for lunch, uh, one should not be running. Because it says, Shiloh v'chibato me'asot derachecha, Shiloh yehichiluchacha b'shabbos kihiluchacha b'cho. We shouldn't walk the same way we do on Shabbos, the same way we walk during the week. During the week we might run, we might be in a hurry, but on Shabbos we should look more relaxed. Okay, the Mishnah verse is also one should not jump. That means one should not be like skipping or jumping as they're running. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean just jumping in the same place, it means, yeah, it means running in a way that's done during the week. But we'll see the, we'll see some caveats. Haga. You should not be going more than an amma at a time unless, uh, if you're able to. Uh, it means, um, the Mishnah Bura explains that you can walk up to a, when you're walking between one step, one, you know, the, 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 the toes to the heel of your foot, there shouldn't be more than a chatsi amma. Your, your foot's about an amma, uh, half an amma. And in between, so basically every step you should be going only about in ama, and it depends on the size of the person, the size of his personal feet. But bottom line, the point is you should be taking normal, regular steps. Okay, bet. But young folks who like to run around and it's enjoyable for them, you're allowed to. Or if you're running to something that gives you pleasure. If you're running because it's something to give you pleasure, that's fine. And so too, you're allowed to walk around, even if, the Mishnabura says, it's a machloket, but he says, even if just walking around is primarily you're having mind for refua, if you're just walking like you do during the week, that's also not a problem, because it doesn't look like you're doing an act of of um, exercise or refua. Now, the, uh, the basic rule is, if you're doing something that's, if you're running in a fashion that's not, right, because normally we want you to be walking, but if you, um, if you're running in a fashion that's for refua, for the purpose of exercise, or maybe bodybuilding, the question is, how far do you take it? But in general, if you're doing something that's really just for the sake of refua, that's what's asur. But if you're doing something that gives you pleasure, uh, perhaps even some level of exercise, if you're doing it because it's fun for you, or you're running to go see something that you want to do for fun, or the running itself is fun for you, then it is mutter. Okay. You're also allowed to run away from a sakana. That's not a problem. Okay, Gimel. Okay. If a person is walking and he reaches a like a little river or a little um, uh, a stream, so then you're allowed to jump over it. Why? Because you have no choice. Um, it's in your way. Even if you're going to have to be completely jumping in the air, you can't have one foot before the other. It's a big jump. It's better. It's better that you jump over it than you have to walk all the way around. 
Because again, unless you're going on a, on a Shabbos walk for fun, we say we don't want you to, it's better that you don't do extra walking. It's better just to jump over it. That's what you're trying to accomplish, to, to get across it. But you can't go through it. You can't walk inside of it because we're assuming your clothing is going to get all wet. So that you don't come to do schita on your clothing. To, to squeeze it out from the water. Okay? Dalit. Now, if you're going for a dvar mitzvah, you're going to visit your rav, or it could be visiting a parent or someone who's greater than you. Uh, right? Generally, it works the, the Talmud to the Rebbe, not the Rebbe to the Talmud. So then, in that case, you're allowed to even go through it because it's dvar mitzvah. You're allowed, yourself, you're allowed to get yourself wet. shinui. But you have to do a shinoi to give yourself a hekar. So you, so you remember, kegon yado Like you don't take your hands out of um, keeping them underneath your jacket. Right? A little bit of a strange way for you to be walking. You're not used to that. score in order to remind you, So that when you finish getting across, because you remember that your hands are in a funny position, it'll remind you not to squeeze out your jacket or coat that got all wet. You're not allowed to cross over with a sandal. Because we're afraid, there's no Erev over here. And we're afraid that if you're, that those, apparently the sandal that he's talking about is something that you weren't able to tie on well. And so therefore it can fall off and you're going to end up carrying it. So that you're not allowed to cross with the, basically you're not allowed to cross over with something that could easily fall off. But if um, if it's with the shoe that you can tie on and it's not going to fall off, then it's not a problem. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, also, just to point out, uh, the, the Rambam points it out that you're allowed to do other things also for a dvar mitzvah, uh, to, even to, cro- or to cross over a river or, or to run for. Um, to worry to for shiduchim, you're allowed to nicham avelim, you're allowed to bikracholim, you're allowed to. All these are. Cases of mitzvahs that you're allowed to do on Shabbos, you're allowed to, um, uh, of course, going to a Beit Knesset or a Beit Midrash, being osek b'tzorchei tzibur, poskin b'tzedaka, going to limud Torah, and he even writes limud umanut, to learn a profession, because it's also a mitzvah, iske kala omet, or to deal with getting, um, taking care of a kala, or someone who passed away. Uh, everything has to be within the tchum. You can't go out. Yeah, unless there's pikoach nefesh involved, you can't. You can't go out of the tchum. Okay. Uh, it could be. Right. Either they're cro- we're talking about um, either to cross the river and to get yourself wet, or to run to do it. Whatever. Okay, and Isha and, 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 and men and women have the same halacha for this. Okay, they can. Okay, let's go on. Hey, haholech lidvar mitzvah, if a person goes to do a mitzvah, mutar avor b'mayim af b'chazara. So if a person's going to do a mitzvah, not only is he allowed to get wet going there, we allow him to come back also to get wet, so that he doesn't, he's not discouraged to do the mitzvah in the first place. Vav, haholech lishmor perosav, if a person wants to go to cross the river in order to check his parnasa, to make sure there's no damage, uh, or something of the like, 
He's allowed to mutarlo la avor b'mayim b'halicha avalo b'chazara. So your parnasa is considered. You're just walking, and it is your parnasa. So it has a level of a small small level considered for for these purposes of dvar mitzvah, but it's only a small level. So chazal allow you to, to get wet going there, but not to come back, because we know uh, number one two main reasons. It's a lower level of a mitzvah and. We know that a person, for his money, is is not going to be discouraged to go the next time. We're only to do a mitzvah. If you, if you have to, if you can't come back, then we know you might not do the mitzvah in the first place. But for your money, we know that uh, you won't think twice. But what's the heter in the first place? Because you're just walking? Yeah, the heter, it will, you're not doing a malacha, you're just walking. Yeah. And there's, no, there's an isra derabanan to get yourself wet. But, but whenever there's a Dvar Mitzvah, you're allowed to get your clothing wet. Yeah, but why are you going to check the Parnassus, the Dvar Mitzvah? Because you're afraid something, that maybe there's thieves might be there, maybe there'll be animals there, and maybe there's something you can do, you can call for help. So it's for your so that you don't lose money, that's, you're allowed to. It's not, it's not against the 